0: Hi, this is Thad Rees, the pastor at Parkside Community Church, The Lighthouse here in San Francisco. Jesus said, when I return to the earth, will I find any faith? We believe that this podcast will help build your faith as you hear and listen to the Word of God. Welcome to Come Down Now, glory to God. Let's get out our Bibles, hallelujah. POWERFUL PRAISE AND WORSHIP. THANK YOU, JOSH AND GABBY AND Huey, LOUIE AND ALL THOSE OTHER KIDS UP THERE, EDEN AND JONAH. GLORY TO GOD. WHOO! CAN YOU SENSE HIS PRESENCE HERE, CHURCH? Yes. HALLELUJAH. DON'T YOU WISH YOU WERE HERE? GLORY TO GOD. WELL, we, WE'VE BEEN GETTING, um, we've, get, WE'VE BEEN STIRRING UP SOME DEVILS AROUND HERE, I SEE. <laughs> you know, the, they that live God. I'm just going to give you the word today. How many want to hear the Bible today? Anybody but me? Uh, the Bible says, they that live godly, they that live godly shall. It's not a choice. You will suffer persecution. You will suffer. If you're, if you're not suffering persecution, I just wonder how bright your light is. You know, because wherever you go, whatever you do, you have the glory and the anointing and the presence of God going with you. Amen? Amen. You are supposed to be the salt of the earth. Everybody say salt. Salt. Come on, say, I'm salty. salty. and, And the Bible says if you've lost your saltiness, turn to your neighbor and say, have you lost your saltiness? Because here's what Jesus says, if you've lost your saltiness, what good are you? (laughs) Turn to your neighbor and say, what good are you if you've lost your saltiness? What does that mean? That means you need to flavor the world and the people that you touch every day. You're going to make them better. Just when you walk into the room, your presence, because God is on you, is going to change the atmosphere. Amen? Just when, Huey, when you walk downtown, you just, your presence is changing the atmosphere. Amen? Yeah. If God, hey, say this with me, you out there that are listening too, say this with me today. Say, if God be for me, if God be for me that was so weak. They gotta hear it out there. Say, if God be for, me, if God be for me, who can be me, who can be against me? Listen, these distracting devils, you just ignore them. Ignore them. What? 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 what if God's for me, when you attack me. I don't care who you are. When you attack, you're not attacking me. You're attacking him. Yeah. Go ahead. See how well it works for you. <laughs> just see how good it goes for you. You know, we are, we are approaching the end of years. Okay, we're not there yet. I mean, and again, we just put this up on our website. So William is doing an amazing job. I told him on Friday, I said, I just finished. Would you please put um, this up? Within a few hours, he had it up with a little logo and stuff. And I'm like, wow, I'm so happy with what he's doing for our website. But it's no more do I have to sit here, and, and I think Eddie will appreciate this, that I don't have to sit here and preach about the end times and the end years and all that. I just say, go to our website and listen to the five, services, five messages. I, I preach five messages, just so you know. Whether you love trump hate trump. I don't even care what you think about trump, but I went in las vegas in the trump tower last week On the 44th floor looking over the city praying in the holy ghost reading the bible and gave five messages and Yes, donald trump is In there so you can listen to those anytime you want But that's where we're going to point you to it will stir you up it will give you revelation knowledge about the years that we are headed to. We're not. I, 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 it's so funny because when I drove up my driveway in Porterville this week, and right there, big sign. I, in fact, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually take a picture when I go back tomorrow, and um, I'm gonna send it to our whole group. On, on. But here's what it says: big sign. Jesus is coming back. Are you ready? <laughs> it's like Jesus is coming back. Are you? Everybody say this, just say, Jesus is coming back, but not tomorrow, not next week, not next year, and not for several years that we know of. Everybody say, not for several. How do you know that, Pastor? That because you just need to read the Bible. <laughs> just read the Bible. People have been saying Jesus is coming back forever. And why? He's not. I always say this to all the ladies. Can you imagine? That your husband-to-be, your fiancé, is so madly in love with you. And he comes to you, and he says, honey, I adore you. I want to marry you. And you are head over heels for this dude. You are head over heels for this dude. And you say, yes, I will marry you. Thank you for my engagement ring. When are we getting married? And then your husband-to-be says this to you. Well, um, I got to leave. a while and um you just need to be ready you need to be ready like um at any moment and it might be in the middle of the night but I'm gonna come and if you're not ready I'm out (laughs) how many can you imagine every day you're putting on your gown you're ordering flowers you're 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 getting everything and and then he doesn't show up And you do it the next day. And the the church is so stupid. They've been doing it for hundreds of years. Ever since, gee, he's coming back. He's coming. Do you know the Bible tells us when he's coming back? Well, Pastor Thad, the Bible says that no man knows the day, the day, or the hour. Yes, that's right. He didn't say the month or the year. Did he say no man will know the month or the year? He said you should know the season and our church will know the sea. you may want to plug in but when the season comes there probably won't be bibles there probably will not be bible apps because when he comes back the antichrist will be in full reign and you and i better be sensitive to the holy spirit amen praise the lord but we're not there we're not there we're at the beginning we're at the beginning of what church anybody know what we're, we're at the beginning of the falling away we're at the beginning of the falling away and I might as well just say this to everybody out there a lot of people are talking about the vaccine you know we need a vaccine I just want you to know in our church in our church we believe Psalms 91 I said we believe Psalms 91. We actually believe that no plague will come near our dwelling place. We actually believe that if we stay under his feathers and we trust him, we are protected by his glory and by his anointing. Now, if you want to wear a mask, that's that's, that's okay. Last night, I'm sitting there watching the giants for some reason I mean that's when you know things are really boring in the city when you're watching the. the (laughs) so I was watching and the commercial came on a commercial came on Josh and the commercial all these different people with masks on you know I mean it's have you seen that it's everywhere so this is this isn't my teaching. This is exhorting. Okay, just so you know. So, so I'm watching this mask, 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 and then at the end it says this, mask, save lives, and I'm like, really? <laughs> let me let me let me give you some truth today. Jesus saved lives. Jesus is the only. Person that saves lives and your mask is not doing anything for you But making you have a hard time breathing Especially when there's all these fires around here. I'm just giving you truth. I was in Las Vegas. I had a a uh, 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 Time slot to go to a restaurant so I had 30 minutes. And I'm like what am I gonna do with my 30 minutes? well, I went in um, I've never gambled since 1987, so just want you to know I wasn't over there gambling, or, but I, ha- I had some time. So I went and watched a good team, Josh the Dodgers. I sat down. You know where they have all those big screens? So I'm sitting there, and you got to listen to this. I'm sitting there just watching the Dodgers. I, of course, you have to have a mask on, but I put it down because every once in a while, I look at my phone, and if I have my glasses on, to look at my phone, they fog up. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And so I pulled the thing down. Well, mall cop came by. <laughs> have you, you guys know, have you ever watched the, 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 yeah, the mall cop? It, that's the picture, just picture the mall cop. I didn't even know, I said I saw no security, nothing. I'm sitting in a cubby in a whole row, there's only one chair, nobody around me, okay? And I have my mask down here. And mall cop walks up, and he says, excuse me, sir, but you need to cover your nose. And I just look at him, I'm like, who are you? I didn't even know he was, he says, listen, I told you to cover your nose, you need to get that mask over your nose. And I thought, what has the world come to? So I put it on, and uh, mall cop's walking around, looking at Everybody. This is a true story. Listen, you can't argue this. This is my testimony. I was there. I was there when this happened. So you can say whatever you want, but this is truth. So mall cops walking around. I finally get ready to go. And I put my mask down so I could breathe a little bit. People smoke in the casinos over there. You know, they smoke over there. And it's nasty. So So I could breathe a little bit. Mall cop finds me. Walking around, and he says, listen, I told you. He goes, it's a law in the state of Nevada. You got to put your mask and cover your whole face. And I, and I look, and there's a police officer right behind him, and he's just watching, the old, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not into this. So I put the mask. I, tur- I promise you, I promise you, I turn around, sitting at a slot machine just a few feet away, a guy smoking a cigarette with no mask. Listen, let me tell you, if you're eating or you're smoking, the coronavirus will not touch you. It's amazing. It is an ima- it's a, it's a phenomenal. because if you eat, listen, I went to my restaurant. You walk in, you have to have the mask on. Then they say, you can take it off to order. I'm thinking, wait a second. Does the, does the coronavirus just magically go away when you eat, smoke, drink? listen you know why it's so stupid because the whole thing is a big big lie Um, i need a little bit more it's a lie when jesus said that watch this we look at this in revelation when the when the absolute devil gets thrown into the pit i can't wait for that day Oh, I'm the only one in here. I cannot wait. Watch this. One angel. Yeah. Beverly, one angel grabs the devil. I mean, how bad is this dude with one angel? One of God's angels grabs him. Yeah. <laughs> Just grabs him, walks him over, and, see, and and drops him in the pit. Watch this. Everybody, I think, we will be there. And we're watching. And here's the comment. Here's the comment. It will happen. You will hear this in just years to come. Here's the comment. That's the guy? That's the guy that, de- watch, deceived the entire planet. What you're seeing right now is deception. What, all this fear, it's all deception. It's all a lie. It's, everybody say, it's a lie. Say, it's a lie. Say, I know the truth. That's why I walk in freedom. <laughs> Come on, say it. Here's what we believe at Parkside. I just want you guys to, to, to repeat after me. We're going to tell you what we believe here at Parkside. Um, here's what we believe here at Parkside. Are you guys ready? Okay, here, you guys say it after I, I say it. Let's go ahead. We believe that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Come on, say it. Say, and, and that no plague, will come near our church. no plague will come near our church. We believe we are a family. We we are family. An eternal family of brothers and, eternal family, brothers and sisters gathering together. We gather together in unity to worship God Almighty. we believe that we are rich because of the price Jesus paid for us that That was weak you're gonna have to say that a little better you ought to like that part we're gonna say that again we believe that we are rich because of the price Jesus paid for us us. and that the blessings of God are on us us. we believe in laying hands on sick (laughs) Come on, say it again. We believe that laying hands on the sick. We the the sick. That, the the sick the that the prayer of faith will heal the sick and the Lord will raise them up. We believe the Constitution of the United States of America. Do you believe the Constitution? That believe the Constitution? We, believe the, we believe that it is the supreme law of the land. we believe because we're believers in Jesus Christ (laughs) we believe in the one and the only Son of God who died for all of mankind mankind. amen that's what we believe here so if you came For the very first time we have a gift for you i don't know but we're going to give that to you right now because we appreciate you coming today for the very first time god bless you i don't know your name and um but thank you for joining us today if you come you'll get a gift too i said you'll get a gift too we love to bless people we love to bless people. And you're going to want to hear the end of today's ser- uh, sermon because we're going to go ahead and take the tithes and the offerings um, with you online. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. We're going to teach you how to prosper, how God will meet all your needs. Say all my needs, all my needs according to his riches, to his riches, in, his riches. In, glory in glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. Aren't you glad you're in church today? Amen. I said, "Aren't you glad you are in church today?" Amen. I just want to gawk at you a little bit. Y'all look good. No mask on. I can see your face. That's beautiful. You're looking good. You are looking good, Santi. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you look. Oh, and 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 while we're at it, you know we have we have John who is is hunkering and bunkering for the last six months. I talked to him yesterday. And um, we're going to go shopping and give him a little care basket. I, I just, my heart goes out to him. He's an elderly man for you that are listening, and he's a big part of our church. And uh, so he says hi to everybody, and I am going—you pray for me because tomorrow— I am going to get... We've given him an iPhone. Remember, we gave him the iPhone. And so he doesn't know how to use it. So I'm going to be on the phone, and I'm going to show him how to get to our website so he we can watch all of the videos. He can... You know, so he'll be able to see all this stuff. Amen? Yeah. He has just been sitting there, and he he loves us. Amen? The other thing I want to say is Corcor, Happy birthday to Corcor! Can we... Let's let's sing. Josh, Gabby, lead us. Let's sing happy birthday right here, right now. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday, dear (laughs) Corcor. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. We love Corey and Burns. Um, I don't know why they're, um, right now, they're trying to find the promised land. It's, they need to come back. You know, some, some people go to the wilderness and they wander for a while. So you get out of the wilderness, okay? Come back to the bear. We're, we're still here, amen. amen. Glory to God. So anyway, a um, couple quick announcements. Um, I'm gonna make sure I give you the right dates because that's important, don't you think? Yeah. But in October... October um, 19th through the 23rd, write it down. I never say, I listen, and if I give you something, it's because it's for your best interest. October 19th through the 23rd, Monday through Friday in Murrieta, California, down by Escondido, about 30 minutes from Escondido, we, there is Keith Moore and Nancy Dufresne putting on a camp meeting all week long. Why are we laughing? It's funny. It's so funny. <laughs> I guess you had to be there, <laughs> Murrieta. Murrieta. Um, in October, we um, you get down there, you see our our, our church is is blessed. I'm going to say this straight up. We don't have bills here. I mean, we don't have any debts here. We have no credit card debt. We have no mortgage payment. We have no house payment. Amen. We we, we have we actually have money in the bank. Amen. And you know what? We just keep prospering, you know? The, the account just keeps getting larger and larger and larger. So let me say this to you that are listening, people that are in the church, you know, God's blessing our church whether you are a part of it or not so when I teach which will be at the end of this today I felt inspired today to just give a short exhortation before we do our giving it is for your benefit it is for your benefit. We, and if you never give, if you listen to these and, and or you come and you never give, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna love you all the days of your life. We will bless you. We will give to you. This is not trying. We don't put pressure on people, do we, Eddie? No. We're not. I said we don't put in this church, we do not put pressure on anybody to give. No. Amen. No. No, that's between you and God. But what we will do is instruct you what he says. And sometimes when he says certain things, guess what? It can be a little ouchy. (laughs) Amen. I remember how tight I was before I was really into, you know, the word and know what God said. And I just thought every preacher wanted their money, blah, blah, blah. Amen. So we're going to talk to you about that a little bit later. But today I want you to turn in your Bible to first corinthians chapter one. one first corinthians chapter one um and again we're still exhorting this isn't our message i want to say something to the pastors out there i want to say if you have a pastor this is the problem with the body of christ today this should be known to every pastor i'm going to read do you did you put this in the amplified or is this just right re- okay this is in the amplified perfect so this is in the amplified version but this is paul speaking because even in paul's day there was confusion there was confusion there were people saying well i'm a part of this church and we do this and i'm a part of that church and we do that so here's what the bible says anybody care what the bible says remember this church doesn't believe in pastor thad's doctrine. That was a little loud, Kara. Kara, that was a little loud. (laughs) But we don't. We don't believe in my doctrine because my doctrine means nothing because the only thing that matters to our church is the Bible, is what God says. So this is in the Bible. It's in the New Testament. It says, but I urge and entreat you. In the King James, I think it says, I beseech you. I plead. I beg of you. Brethren, that's you. That's me. Say, that's me. So he's talking to you. By the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you, (laughs) all of you. Everybody know what all means? (laughs) That means everybody. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, that means you, or you're included in this. He says, all of you, all of you be in perfect, what, harmony and full agreement in what you say. What's that mean, Pastor? Well, we ought to all be saying the same thing. Why would one church believe one thing and another church believe another thing if we're all believing the Bible? I'm talking to somebody out there right now. I said if we're all believing the Bible, then we all are saying what? The same thing. See, there shouldn't be uh, problems in homes, husbands, wives, Why? Because everything, any agreement, disagreement, you just take it back to the to the word. What does the Bible say about our children? Well, it says, well, I believe in spanking. Oh, I don't believe in spanking, and, and so we're not spanking the kid. Well, let, what does the Bible have to say about spanking our kids? Well, just to throw this out, I don't know why, if you spoil the rod, you spoil the kid. In other words, if you don't spo- well, that's just bad. You take it up with God. (laughs) Listen, these are not my rules. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. So, if you don't discipline your children, they become, here's what the Bible says, they become a bastard. Bastard's not really a bad word in the Bible. All that means is that what? They don't have any parents. well, this is going over real well so far. I'm just exhorting. I said, you you and I must believe the Bible. What does the Bible say? So we just take it to the Lord no matter what. Now, when you get into those really delicate situations, Kara, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. Gabby, right, you know, I mean, with Josh, you know. Some of us that, that... are married and you have those things well we're going to go to their house for thanksgiving no no we're going to my mom's house at thanksgiving well, well see those are you can't find scripture right can you find scripture that says we're going to go to the in-laws house or my house or what no you can't there's certain things in the bible so you discuss it in peace why does it get quiet in here all of a sudden? Am I t- say, in peace. <laughs> not screaming, not yelling. Everybody say, in peace. Man, this is Holy Ghost. When, when it gets quiet, I know I must be hitting something. Say, in peace. That means one person talks, the other one listens. Be swift to hear, slow to speak, and then there won't be anger in your house swift to hear slow to speak and there won't be anger in your house okay so you're sitting there and you're listening and then you know you have your discussion and then if the if the the man of the house is spiritual that's a big question but if he is he will say okay honey I'm gonna take in what you said and I'm gonna go pray about it and then your husband comes back whenever and he says you know, I prayed, and I really feel we need to do this, and it's against what you want. Ladies, smile at me. Come on. I didn't make the rules. Did I make the rules? No. The man is the head over the woman. And you think, well, that's abuse. <laughs> you don't, he always takes that scripture that I have to submit. i didn't make the rules guess who's guess who's accountable for the decision before god you when he wakes up and he says i don't feel like going to church well i'm going to church you know see when here's the problem with america with the world men have not taken their rightful place as a spiritual leader But we have spiritual men in here because they're here in church today, amen? And women, you should thank God you have a man because there are many women that don't have a man um, either just naturally or they don't even have a man that really can help lead. But let me talk to any woman here that is in that category or out there. Jesus is your man. I said Jesus is your man and he will never leave you nor forsake you and while we're on the subject the Holy Ghost gave me this today too for you if you're looking for a man or a woman to complete you you are so wrong a woman will not complete you a man will not complete you there's only one person that completes you and it's not Amelita (laughs) and and Arturo will never complete you and you never control that man, right? Because he's uncontrollable anyway, amen? <laughs> but here's the thing, we must all know, Jesus is the only one that completes us. The Bible is so clear, so absolutely clear, that the number one commandment is to love your husband with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, amen? Uh-uh. Who are we supposed to love with all of our heart, with all of our soul? With all, and if, if, if he said to love your, your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, how much is left for your spouse? No. Not, they're not to complete you. They are to compliment you. Yeah. Not complete, compliment. Well, that's just an added bonus. And see, the problem in most homes is we got people trying to control one another. I, I know it's not for you guys here. It's for these people out there. I mean, you guys are a mess out there. <laughs> Amen. Is it okay if I just am free today and talking straight? Everybody say, I'm not looking for anyone but Jesus to complete me. But maybe, everybody say, but maybe, Maybe. there might be someone to help compliment me. They'll help add to you. Amen? Amen? Not take away. See, what happens in a lot of relationships is that one, if not both, are taking away strengths and abilities from the other, trying to make them somebody that they were never created to be like there's so many wimpy men today because women have put a demand and this is a part of the curse women you need to know this you have two things that you're fighting the rest of your life it's to, just read genesis when 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 eve made that mistake there was a curse put upon her about childbearing i i'm not a woman i don't know but a childbearing does not sound very fun Okay, so you can break I've no women that says I've been redeemed from the curse of the law and they have a great childbirth Okay, so you're not under the curse anymore, but you got to remind yourself that so number one is childbearing. The number second thing is Controlling a man It's a curse and you have to watch that it is Well, what about the man? How come he No, I'm just telling you what the Bible says we believe the bible here and so you have to know that and say i've been redeemed i let him i let him go <laughs> just say i let, let him go and you pray for him amen, amen. praise the lord and men while we're on the seventh, our job is to what love love your wife as what as, as christ loved man that's good josh christ loved the church how much did christ he laid his life down for the church amen so if you have one that's out of place you got a messed up home yeah. any messed up homes out there not here I'm talking about out there amen that was weak I said messed up homes these are not in my notes so you can look I this is not in my notes amen Just turn to your neighbor and just say, I love you, I love you, I love you, but not as much as Jesus. (laughs) See, the second commandment is what? To love your neighbor as yourself. Amen. So when you love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, it's easy to love crummy neighbors. Jesus, Jesus did. It's easy to love your enemies, to bless those that curse you, to do do good to those that hate you and despitefully use you. Why? Because you love God with all your heart, and his love is inside of you. The love of God was shed in your heart by the Holy Ghost. When you don't love, you're choosing to walk after the flesh. You're choosing to walk after the flesh. How many of you know that when you were born again, you were not born again in your flesh? (laughs) Your flesh is still ugly. It's a dog. Say, bad flesh boy. See, your, fle- your flesh is a dog. Your flesh will always be contrary. Here's what Paul said. He says, your flesh is an enemy to your spirit, and your spirit is an enemy to your flesh, and they are contrary one to another. How many have found that out to be true <laughs> your flesh is wanting to do its thing and your spirit is saying no 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 and, and and you're like i just need another drag i need another drag i need another and you said, and 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 your spirit's like oh my gosh here we go again i need another drink i need another drink i need another i need to gossip i need to gossip you, you i need to watch this i need to watch see just say this, my flesh, <laughs> my flesh is crazy. And you crucify your flesh every day through the spirit. Amen. Every say I mortify, I mortify the, the deeds of my body, the of my body through, the through the spirit. So when you pray in your heavenly language, when you worship God, all of that will help you put to death your flesh. Your flesh is always going to want to act up. Amen. Well, I'm just still gawking. <laughs> Every smile, come on, smile, smile. <laughs> Amen. All right, let's let's uh, let's go to our. We are going to begin a new series today. This is number one, and um, oh, you know what? We didn't even finish this. Let's finish this up. I got off. He says that um, that that all of us should be in perfect harmony and full agreement in what you say and that there be no dissensions divisions or factions or divisions among you say no divisions, divisions. so what and then he goes on and he says, but that you be perfectly united in your common understanding and your in your opinions and, and judgments. How often have you heard Pastor Thad say, my opinion means nothing. Yeah, yeah. Your opinion means nothing. Why? Because unless it's lined up to the Bible. See, that's why we never stopped coming to church. I've I've said this many times, but it bears repeating. I called, I texted, Faye, and she can vouch, Kara and Eddie, and I told all three of them, I said, please pray for me. The governor's shutting every church down. I know, but this is really, really, this is difficult because my own pastors shutting their church down, everybody's shutting down. Yeah. And so I remember driving the four hours up here that day, and I just started praying. I just said, God. I, and, and all I could think of was Hebrews. Forsake not. Yeah. Forsake not. And then I knew that it was a lie, and you guys have heard that whole story about this whole panic damic thing that um, oh. Let's just stop for a second and just say, Father, Father. give us, truth. Give us, truth. Give us truth. give us your truth in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Um, so we continued. We continued in the in the word. We continue meeting, and we've had some amazing services yes. since back in whenever, March, April, whenever they shut things down. Six months. It's been six months. Um, the Holy Spirit just... Prompted me to say this too. There is going to be an announcement today about the vaccine. Some, I think Eddie was telling me about it, about the vaccine. Um, I think it's very important for every minister to be on top of things that are happening in the world. And I have told you that this, this uh, virus, COVID 19, is not a virus. It is a bacteria that was created in a lab. And I have no problem saying that. It was created, listen to me and listen to me well. It was created by evil people listening to the devil. It was in progress way back at least 10 plus years ago. They've developed this for a long time. It was developed in a lab in China to do this because we have this spirit of the Antichrist of globalization where everybody is, is subject to the government. That's what's going on. And we have to fight this. So here, here's what's happened. They released that, ba- that, that, that bacteria on mankind. But here's how evil people are that listen to the devil. They created this bacteria to kill a specific people people that are going to, are going to die anyway, they're elderly, and and people that have symptoms of sickness, that they have really, they have weak weak immune systems. Are you with me? Okay, so let me say this to you, a mask is not going to protect anything. Okay, it's not going to protect anything. Here's the thing that's going to protect you. It's that blood of Jesus. It is the presence of God. But I want to say this. One One of the main things that you could do, especially if you're elderly or if you have a bad immune system, is to take an aspirin daily. Take an aspirin daily, number one. Number two, if you can get your hands on it, that chloroquine thing what is that thing called uh that hydrochloroquine and if you have that because if because it's a hundred percent that you're not going to die see they have put this out there because it's evil Everybody say evil. evil because they want to depop depopulate the world and so what good are old people to these people nothing they're, they're, they're taking up space. What good are people that are in hospitals or got to go into the hospital to get, you know, to have treatment? They're dealing with cancer. They're dealing with this. Or get rid of them. Get rid of them. We just want healthy people. That's why it doesn't affect Jonah. It doesn't affect any young kid at all. Zero percent opportunity for you to die if you're just a healthy kid, and yet we shut down the schools. Tell me that this is not evil. I'm telling you the truth. So now we go to this vaccine. I can't tell you what's going to happen in the months to come. I don't know when they're going to want you to absolutely have the vaccine, but I can say this, and I hesitate by saying it, but I might as well because I felt like I had a release today to say it to you. Bill Gates, over probably 15 years ago, went to the CIA. You can Google this. You can see it. And he says, we got to get rid of the wacky religious people. I don't know if you've seen it, but you can Google it and you can see it. He is actually talking to the CIA of our great United States of America. And he's talking about we can eliminate the crazy, wacko religious people by a vaccine. Look it up. And the vaccine, here's why. He says because they have studied the mind and i guess a vaccine if they put certain things in look at what they did with this coronavirus thing if you take this vaccine that i'm talking about it can change your thinking where spiritual things are not important to you anymore that is how evil that we're how do you think we're going to get to this falling away where are you think think about all of the many loving christians that you know how would they just like not go to church anymore but if you take a vaccine and that particular drug is in it it's going to be hidden nobody's going to know do you know where most of the vaccine who owns most of these places that are going to give you this vaccine who owns it bill gates thank you for your excitement here at parkside community church and the only reason we say that is because i Hesitate. I, I don't know in the months to come. I don't know what President Trump is going to say about a vaccine. But all I know, if they sneak something in it, and they force you to take it, it's scary. Yeah. It is scary. And I'm telling you what, God told me this morning. He gave us an immune system to fight off bacteria. And when you, when you shelter yourself, it hurts your immune system. It's unbelievable how stupid doctors are. What, I, how many people have you heard talking about your immune system? How many? I'm talking about doctors getting, hey, you know, you got an immune system and it'll fight that off. You know, that's why they are looking not so much at deaths, they're looking at cases. We have the number one country in what? Well, no, number one in what? Getting tested. And so if you have the number one nation getting tested, we get millions of people. Of course, people are gonna be positive, but it doesn't do anything to them. And they make a big deal about it. And they make you wear a mask so you can't breathe. And we're, California is burning up and there's smoke everywhere and you got to wear a mask. What sense? These people are ignorant. Thank you for your lack of, um, say amen if you agree or, you know. Because it makes no sense. Amen. So I'm saying this, when the vaccine comes out, we need to know what's in it, and I'm gonna do as much study as I can because before you or I take any vaccine, and they may say you can't fly, you can't do a lot of things without a vaccine. You you have no idea how crazy the devil is in the in these days. Yeah. He knows his time is very short. Yeah. What can he do to you? Deceive. Yeah. His number that's the guy that deceived the whole world. Yeah. See, all he can do is deceive. How many people are going to stand up in the pulpit and tell you the absolute truth? Everybody say truth. truth. Amen. Okay, let's turn in our Bibles. This is our, our study. It'll be short today because um, we exhorted a lot. Amen? Amen. We exhorted. We needed to. We're going to start talking about training for reigning. Everybody say training, training. for reigning. And today we're going to talk about what's in your wealth. See, whatever's in your well right now is how effective you are as a believer. What do you mean by that? Turn in your Bibles to James chapter 1. James chapter 1. I don't even know if we're gonna get to the other part today. James chapter 1. Stretch out your hand towards me. Say, Jesus, Jesus. We, want you. we want you. We don't want that because we, we know it'll be, it'll be bad. We want you, Holy Spirit, use him him. in jesus name name. here's what it says in james chapter 1 verse 22 it says but be a doer of the word and not a hearer let's just stop there what if you don't know what the word says what if you don't know what the word says about a certain area we talked about Uh, just a couple little relationship situations. But you should always go back to what does the word say? What does the word say? And then what we do with what does the word say, we act on what it says. That's where the rubber meets the road. Not coming to church. Coming to church doesn't make you any more strong as a believer. Doesn't make you any more of a Christian than going to Winchell's makes you a donut. going to mcdonald's makes you a happy meal no no just because you come to church means absolutely nothing thank you for your encouragement coming to church does nothing unless you apply what if you go to school young people you go to school and you sit there in class and you daydream and you don't go do your homework and you come back to class and you daydream and you don't do your homework, and you go back to class and you daydream and you don't do your homework, what kind of grade are you going to get? An F. That's a f- you know how many people come to church, don't do their homework, come to church, don't do it? They check a box. They check a box. They don't listen to any messages during the week. They don't pick up their Bible during the week. They don't do the Word because they don't know the Word, and yet they come to church. What, do they get? What, what, what kind of grade are they getting? An F. Yeah. They're failing. Everybody say, I don't want to fail. Well, if you don't want to fail, you got to be a doer. Yeah. Everybody say doer. doer. That's not good enough. Say doer. doer. So he says be a doer of the word and not just a hearer. Now, here's the key. If you and I don't do the word and we hear it, You deceive your own self. You don't even need a devil. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. (laughs) You deceive yourself. How many believers are deceiving themselves? We could go scripture by scripture, word by word, and we can find out there's a lot of deception going on out there. A whole lot of deception. Why? Because people either don't know the word or have heard the word but don't do it. So you and I will be in deception, and you could be good in one area and really bad in another. Amen? We don't want to be bad in any area. So we want to be what? We want to be word people. Everybody say word people. We want to be word doers. Everybody say word doers. It goes on to say this in verse 23. For if any be a hearer of the word, this, that means you. If you hear today's word and you don't do it, are you with me? I said, are you with me? If anybody hears the word and does not do the word, this is what you're like. He gets to show you what you're like. You are like a man beholding his natural face in a mirror. You go up and you look at yourself. This is what you today, what you are seeing, you're more, every say, I'm more than a conqueror. Yeah. Say, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Say, I can do all things through Christ. Amen? It's all truth. So you, when you, when you come to church, when you listen to messages, when you read your Bible, every time that happens, you're looking at you in the mirror. And you say, oh, my, I didn't put my blush on right today. And you, you do this. And, and you say, oh, I need to brush my teeth. And I need to get the goops out of my eyes. And you, you, Why? Because you see who you are. And if you have sin in your life, you think, oh, dear God. Have, how many have ever been in a service and you think, man, I feel so convicted because I haven't been living right? Am I the only one? Why? Because the word, you're seeing who you are you're seeing what you should be like and every one of us has that experience where you feel guilty and it's not god it is not god that's putting guilt on you it's your own conscience see god that's why paul said it best he said this in acts chapter 20 write this down acts chapter 24 verse 16 here's what paul said he says i exercise daily he went to the gym every day. Every say, he went to the gym every day. He went to the gym every day, but what did he do at the gym every day? Every time he was stoned, every time he was mocked, every time he was thrown in prison, every time he was beat up, that next morning, he got on his knees in his gymnasium and he started exercising. He says, this is what I do every day. I exercise that I will not be offended at the guy that that, that threw rocks at me yesterday. I'm not offended at that guy that slapped me in the face. I'm not offended at anybody and I'm definitely not offended at you God every day every day Paul would not allow an offense to get in his heart every saying no offense here so every day you got to say I love my boss oh that went over really well in here let me try you guys you guys might be better than any say I love my boss yeah. See, and, 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 and you have to never, say never, never. ever, ever. Be, offended. be offended. Never. No matter what somebody says to you, no matter what somebody does to you, you have to guard that place in your heart. Never offended. Yes, humble. Everybody say, Humble. The number one definition of being humble is this, a doer of the word. Yeah, amen. You do the word. I love my enemies. I'm not gonna receive that. Mm. I'm not gonna receive a bad report. Amen? Amen. Amen. amen? amen. So here's what he says. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer. He's like a person that goes and looks at himself in the mirror. So you get to see who you are today in your mirror. Yeah. You get to see, I'm a believer I'm a word doer. And then he says, for he looks at himself. Wow, I look good. And he goes away. He leaves the church. He leaves the Bible. He goes to his job. He goes back to his home. But he forgets who he was when he looked at himself in the mirror. Are you, are you, are you, are you seeing this? So you, every time, every time, you read the Bible. Every time you hear a message, that's why I say you listen to messages all week. long. Go to our website, thelighthousesf.com. You can get all kinds of messages. I listened to Pastor last week. I loved Pastor's message last week. It was powerful. But you listen to the word over and over and over and over. Everybody say over and over and over. And you keep listening. Why? Because you're keeping yourself in the mirror. Okay? But when you, when you stop, and you go about your daily business, your daily job. Here's what he says. You go away, you forget what manner of man you were. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you forget? Because the devil comes immediately to steal what's in your heart. That's why faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. It does not come by having heard. Passionate i have already heard this message. That's a bad message thing for you to say, because it shows how immature you are as a believer. Because I listen to the same message sometimes 20 times. What? Yes. Every time I listen to it, I get something else out of it. Every time. You listen, and you listen, and you listen. Last night, I listened at three in the morning. I put on a tape. From somebody teaching in 19, a cassette tape from Dave Roberson. I think you might remember him. But he, he, he was powerful on the spirit. I listened to it a couple times, three in the morning. Why? Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Faith com- If you come to church once a week, and that's all the spiritual stuff you get, you are going to have a very hard time to walk in victory. You're gonna have a hard time walking in victory. You can't just live. Can you imagine having one meal a week? You start being on Eddie's diet, cauliflower and broccoli. I'm like, what is up with that? (laughs) But can you imagine eating once a week? You get one meal. Of course, if you eat here, you eat well. You eat well. I promise you, you eat well. I know. I, there's not a lot of this going on out there. You eat well. You get the anointed word of God every week here. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. And you have, a, you have the ability to re-listen to it mm-hmm. all the time or listen to somebody else that you are connected to. Everybody's on different levels spiritually. Yeah. So you may be very connected to somebody, but listen and listen and listen Everybody say, faith comes. comes. Come on, say it good. Faith comes comes. by hearing. hearing. And hearing. And hearing. 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 By the word of God. So if you spend two and a half hours watching Netflix and 10 minutes in the Bible, it's not a good time to get quiet right now, church. Come on, help me out here. Okay, you're supposed to help me. If you spend two and a half hours watching Netflix, And you don't pick up your Bible. Uh, We are living in difficult times. I don't know if anybody here is awake. (laughs) But, you know, we are living. Here's what what, um, Luke said in Acts. He said, in the last days, God's going to pour his spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy. And your young men are going to have dreams, blah, 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 blah. But then, you know what the next verse says? These signs are going to happen. There will be fire and vapor of smoke. You seen any fires lately? Any vapor of smoke in Australia, in California? We are living, we are approaching the end of years. We're not there. We will know when it's, we're there. But I'm saying, these are going to be difficult days. The Bible says, as the days approach, the love of many, the love of many, the love of many will wax cold do you know anybody that used to be lover of Jesus and now they're like so messed up yeah. Yeah. amen we are called to rescue them to help them but the only people that are gonna be able to rescue people are people of faith yeah. people that are hearing and hearing and hearing so going back in James 1 and now we're in verse 24 You look at yourself, you go away, you forget what manner of man you were. Verse 25, but, everybody say, I'm the but. but. Come on, say, I'm the but. But whoso looks into the perfect law of liberty. See, that is a definition of the Bible. I love this definition of the Bible. Whoever looks into the perfect law of freedom Isn't that a beautiful? That is a beautiful definition of the Bible. The perfect law of not of bondage, of liberty, of freedom. Every say "Perfect perfect law of liberty. He continues in it. That's why we're saying you gotta hear, you gotta hear, you gotta hear. If you continue therein, he being not a forgetful hearer. Who's the forgetful here? The one that doesn't do. But this guy is a doer of the work. This man. What man? Come on, what man? No, what? Yeah, I like that. What man? The doer. Everybody say the doer. doer. So coming to church doesn't mean you're going to be blessed. Coming to church doesn't make you blessed. Reading, listen, reading your Bible doesn't make you blessed. Listening to a million messages will not do anything for you. What will do something for you to make you blessed? I'll tell you, do what he tells you to do. Amen. It's only the doers. Only the doers. So many people are checking boxes. So many people are just coming and going and doing their own thing. But God, by God... Only has a select few that are blessed who are they every say doers come on say doers say I'm a lover not a hater say I'm a lover I do the word come on say I do the word he's gonna be blessed in his deeds verse 26 let's go on if any man among you seem to be religious I know that this has no bearing on anybody in our church this is for all these people if anybody seems to be like a good christian and you don't bridle your tongue this is not a good place either to get quiet but you don't bridle your tongue another deception pastor that oh yeah i'm just reading scripture you deceive your own self if you cuss if you if 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 you talk about other people you, you deceive yourself You don't need me to help you. You don't even need the devil. You deceive. You say, I deceive myself. You know, there's nothing worse than being deceived. But there is one thing that is worse than being deceived is when you deceive your own self. (laughs) That's, and who, who deceives their own self? Those people that play the church game. You know who he's talking to here right now? Those people we call hypocrites. People that come and look one way, but do another. I'm talking to them out there, amen? Yes. Say, but you come, you look spiritual, you look holy, but your tongue is just, out. I mean, oh my gosh. You wouldn't know you between you and a guy in the world. My, J, James goes on to say this. He says, out of the same mouth, we're not going, out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing. He said, My son, my daughter, that shouldn't be so. Say, I'm just a blesser. Say, I just speak the truth. I speak in love. I never use profanity. Uh, Some of you had to say that in faith. Say, I never use profanity. Come on, we're going to get this right, church, because if we're going to be the glorious church, we ain't going to have cussers in our church. One person. I said, we're not going to have cussers in our church. We're not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happened. You can smile, you can love people no matter what you're facing. Say, "I'm I'm a doer. That, here's what he says. You deceive yourself and your religion, your Christianity. It's vain. How's that for a definition of you if you can't bridle your tongue, if you're a cusser? If you're a mocker, if you're a deceiver, if you're, if you're an instigator, all of those, there you are. Your religion is vain and you are in deception. Thank you for coming today. I appreciate your help. How many of us, we realize we need the grace, the mercy, the love of God to help us in these days? To love, to not talk that's why he said be swift to hear you just listen a lot the more mature you are the quieter you become the more spiritual you are the quieter you are you're not always talking you're listening and then when something really bugs you something really bad, bu- you hang up on the person or you walk away and you get alone so you don't get angry because you know if you open your mouth, you know what's coming out. Yeah. How many of you know? If you open your mouth, it's, you, the floodgates are open. You say one word, yeah. you, and it's gone. Yeah. We've all been there, right? But not the mature believer. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Everybody say Amen. Yeah. Say, I'm working on it. And listen, listen, we don't judge one another. I do not judge Santi because he's perfect. But I judge Faye because I know her. No, we don't judge one another. If you judge, listen, if you point the finger and you judge somebody, listen, you are more at fault than the person that you think that is wrong. You are, because God says that judgment will come back on you. Worse, worse. So you don't get mad at pops. You don't get mad at, you know, anybody. You don't. You don't. You definitely don't judge me. Amen. 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 Why? Because we only have one judge, and that judge. Oh no, it's not God. It's you. (laughs) You get to judge yourself. Only one judge. Say, aren't you glad you only got one judge? (laughs) Aren't you glad? Because I don't get to judge Carolyn. Oh, would I love to judge Carolyn. Oh, Jesus. You too. Yeah, well, get in line. But we can't judge one another. Why? Because we're to judge ourselves. You can't even judge your spouse. I know that bugs you, Eddie, but you can't. (laughs) Right? We judge. Who do we judge, church? We judge ourselves. And we stay out of a lot of trouble that way. Yeah. I have enough problems myself. I've been in this a few years, right, Josh? A few years. But I still got, I'm working on me. Don't be judging me. I'm still working on me. I'm not complete. I won't be complete till this body, in the twinkling of an eye, this corruptible takes on incorruption and this mortal takes on immortality. And until that day, you're gonna see some flaws in me but i'm gonna see flaws in you amen Amen. so we um we finish up here um pure religion how many want pure religion see people say what religion are you oh i'm baptist oh i'm pentecostal oh i'm catholic i'm you're stupid (laughs) this is the definition of religion from god I always think people will ask you that what religion are you and you don't tell them you say oh I'm I go to rest homes I keep myself unspotted from the world that's my religion this is God look pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted that's God's definition of religion not a denomination Just keep reading it you out there cuz I know. Huh? Well, I'm Baptist. You're dumb. I'm Catholic. You're dumb. We don't have a religion in our church. We have a relationship with Jesus and we believe the Bible. We have a relationship with Jesus and we believe the Bible. Amen. Amen. Let me let me finish by just saying this one thing. It's my key scripture four kingdom truths that we do every day monday through friday it's found in john chapter 8 verse 31 i'm putting kevin on the spot right now oh my goodness verse 31 the next verse it says this then said jesus to those jews which believed on him if everybody say if If. say it say it better If. if if you continue in the word see that's what faith is faith is continuing what FAITH COMES BY HEARING AND HEARING AND HEARING, IF YOU CONTINUE IN THE WORD THEN ARE YOU MY DISCIPLES INDEED, STOP THERE, DON'T GO, DON'T GO, GO BACK, GO BACK, YOU'RE MESSING ME UP, IF YOU CONTINUE, EVERYBODY SAY IF, YOU CONTINUE, NOW YOU ARE A CANDIDATE, YOU'RE A CANDIDATE FOR THIS NEXT VERSE, BECAUSE EVERYBODY KNOWS THE NEXT VERSE, AND KEVIN HELPED YOU OUT, YOU DIDN'T KNOW IT, BUT THE NEXT VERSE SAYS THIS, YOU SHALL KNOW THE TRUTH, AND THE TRUTH WILL MAKE YOU FREE. THE ONLY PEOPLE THAT GET TO KNOW TRUTH ARE THE PEOPLE THAT CONTINUE IN THE WORD. SO A LOT OF PEOPLE KNOW THIS VERSE, OH, THE TRUTH WILL MAKE YOU FREE. YOU'RE DUMB. DO YOU CONTINUE IN THE BIBLE? NO, THEY DON'T KNOW. THEY JUST SAY THAT ONE THING. THIS VERSE IS ONLY FOR A FEW PEOPLE, THOSE THAT CONTINUE, THAT ARE DISCIPLES OF JESUS. AND WHAT WE'RE DOING HERE IS MAKING, disciples in our church amen 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 Amen. glory to god Um, thank you for joining us but you don't want to stop right now because we're going to take up our tithes and offerings keep the camera going keep the camera going i want you to we're just going to go um to malachi i want to exhort remember if you list, if you came on late today this is to help you we don't have we don't have any debts here we have we have money in the in in our account and we're going to continue to grow we're going to have millions in our bank account in the in the years to come i already know that okay thank you for two people agreeing with me i say we're going to have millions there's going to be a transfer of wealth in these last years and a lot of us will be a part of that amen are you wanting to be a part but I want to teach you today, whether you give or you don't give, this is how God sees your tithes and your offerings. Everybody say tithes and offerings. So this was what was happening with the priests, with the church back in the day in Malachi chapter 1, verse 6. A son, this is the prophet Malachi speaking, okay, through, and the Spirit of God is speaking through him. A son will honor his father. William honors me. Amen. He does. He honor, you, you ask him, he loves his dad. He respects me. Um, when I tell him, he, he's a dad, I'm so sorry. He'll repent quickly. He honors me. He does. A son will honor his father. A servant will honor his master, kind of like you guys do and honor your boss. bosses. You, a son will honor his boss. If then I be your father, God's talking. If I'm truly your father, where's my honor? And we say, where's my honor? So God is asking you where his honor is. Well, how is he gonna, what, what do you, and, and so it's like, what? He says, and if, and if I'm truly your master, where's my fear? You don't fear me. You don't honor me, you don't fear me. Well, what's he talking about? Says the Lord of hosts unto you, O priests, that despise my name. And you say, this is what the priests were saying. Well, well, where have we despised your name? I love you, Lord. This is what happens everywhere. I love you, Lord. What do you mean? What do you mean that I, I don't fear you? I fear you. I honor you. That's what he's saying. He says, and, 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 and so God's mocking them and saying, what do you mean? You, you this is what you say, I you you fear me. What do you mean? What do you mean? And here is what he says. A son or right, you offer, this is this is all about money. This is God. You offer polluted bread on my altar. What's that mean? Well, let's go on. And you say, what do you mean I polluted your altar? <laughs> What do you mean? Every say, every say, what do I mean? <laughs> say, what do you mean? Come on, say it. You can do it. I know, because some of you say, what do you mean, Pastor Dad? What do you mean? What do you mean? You, don't, don't get all like, sissified on me right now. What do you mean? What do you mean? What did I do? Come on, have you ever heard that from your kids? What did I do? What did I do? This is what he's talking about to you and me right now. He's saying, what are you talking about? What did I do? I haven't, done, I haven't offered any uh, stinky bread on your altar. Let's go on. He says, "We, wh- where have you polluted it? In that you say the table of the Lord is contemptible. It's, it's disgusting. Go on. If you offer, watch this. This is what they were doing if you offer the blind for sacrifice is it not evil if you offer the lame and sick is it not evil offer the lame offer the blind to your governor offer, go get your calf that has three legs and give it to your governor. Go get that stinking lamb, that sheep that's blind and disgusting and give it to your governor. Then he says this, will he be pleased with you? Are you all with me? Will he be pleased with you or accept your person, says the Lord of hosts? What they were doing, they were giving God Offerings, not tithing, they were giving God chump change. They would go out into their pasture and they'd say, mm, man, I gotta give something to the church. I know what I'll get. Man, that thing ain't gonna give me any money. I'll get the three-legged what, the three-legged thing over there, I don't even know what it is, man. I, it's a mess. Let's and they were offering that on God's table. How many believe that God wants our best? Seven of you. I said, how many believe he wants your best? Yes. So, so when you come and you give him chump change, listen, again, I'm not begging for your money. I don't, it, it's between you and God. When you do that, you look at yourself right here. Why? You are offering him blemished offerings. Let's go on. Look at, what, look at what he says. And now I pray you beseech God that he will be gracious unto you. Are you kidding? This has been by your means. Will he regard your person, says the Lord of hosts? Look at this next verse. Watch this. Look at this next verse. Who is there even among you that would shut the doors for nothing? Neither do you kindle fire on my altar for nothing. I have no pleasure in you. Who is who he talking to? People that are giving God chump change. I have no pleasure in you, says the Lord of hosts, neither will I accept your offering at your hand. I don't even, it's nothing. What's he saying? He's not talking about a tithe because a tithe belongs to him. He's talking about an offering. They weren't even to the place of tithing. Amen, praise the Lord, glory to God. Every say, I'm a doer. <laughs> Look at this. Now we go to Malachi 3. Same, he's, we're just going to speed up. Malachi chapter 3. I'm the Lord, I change not. Every say, God never changes. 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 He never changes. So if God's never going to change, who's got to change? Who's got to change? I'm the Lord, I change not. Therefore, you sons of Jacob are not consumed. Look at verse 7. Even from the days of your fathers, you are gone away from mine ordinances. He says, from the days that you were born, you've been going away from all of my commandments, all my ordinances, and have not kept them. Return unto me. Everybody say, return unto God. Return unto me, and I will return unto you, says the Lord of hosts. But you say, here here it is, here it is. This is every believer in a... I'm talking to you. This is God talking to you. He says, You say, where, 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 how do I return? What do you mean? I'm in church. What do you mean? I'm watching you right now, Pastor Thad? Well, look at what he says. This is all about your heart. Verse eight Will a man rob God? What's the answer to that? What's the answer, church? Will a man rob God? Of course he will. Yet you have robbed me. You have robbed me. What does he say? But you say, where have I robbed you? Every say, where have I robbed you? Come on, you can do better. Where have I robbed you? Where, oh, where have I robbed you, God? I've never stolen anything. Watch, he says, in tithes and offerings. I said to this, somebody, to this just yesterday, I said, if I walked in, and we're having a tough month over in our, in our home. And I walk down there, and Kara and Faye, they count, they count the money here, and they slip out of the room. And I see a bunch of hundreds stacked up because, you know, Eden, is, she's been blessed lately, and so she just slapped God a bunch of hundreds in there. I see seven 800 bucks. I'm like, man, it's a tough month. And I grab those things. I put them in my pants and walk out. Let me just make this real clear. I've never done that before, <laughs> just to make it clear. But what if I did that? Well, the person I was talking to said, man, you are a thief. You're a robber, right? Would you think? Of, There's no difference between that and you withholding from God. It's the same. Thank you for your encouragement. There's no difference. What am I trying to do? What am I trying to do? Help. We don't need, listen, we're trying to help. So here's what he says. Where have you robbed it? In tithes. He didn't say just tithes. He says offerings. Now watch what verse nine says. You are cursed with a curse. How many believers never get over the hump? It's like I just go from paycheck to paycheck, from, oh my gosh, we just have bills. come. You have robbed me, even this whole nation. Verse 10, bring all the tithe. Everybody say, all the tithe. All what's a tithe? If you have a $1,000, what's a tithe, church? What's a tithe of $1,000? $1, $100. So $100. Everybody say, $100. $100. Now watch this. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be money in my house. That's what meat means. There will be money in my house and prove me this is the only place only place, Eddie, that you can find where God says, I'm gonna prove myself that this works. But most people never do it because they're only hearers and they never get the supernatural blessing. Amen, praise the Lord. He says this, prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not, open you the windows of heaven and if you have a king james version it says all these words and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it that is a lie bring it back to verse 10 that is a lie because there are eight every say eight italicized words in this verse what does that mean, Pastor? That those eight italicized words in the King James versions are eight words that they added that were never there in the original Hebrew. What were those eight words? Well, let me read it to you. Look at me because you, 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 won't, you won't get it. You just gotta listen. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there made be me meet in my house and prove me now herewith, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open the windows of heaven... That not enough. Everybody say that not enough. That's, that's what it's supposed to say. But when they translated it, they said, that doesn't make sense. Let's just add these other words. So when they translate it, open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Eight of those words, if you take them out, that that's not enough. It should read that not enough. Why? Because your tithe is not enough. Yeah. See, here's what happens. Let me just help you today let me help you when you tithe when you tithe you give eight percent here's the windows of heaven you give nine percent here's the windows of heaven now you tithe to your church the windows are open but that's not enough because now every offering which you can give to the poor you can give to ministry you could do whatever when you give the offering now you're a candidate for verse 11. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. Most people, most believers are paying their tithes with damages, with broken refrigerators, with beat up cars, with all kinds of messes because they're not faithful in tithes and offerings. So the windows are not even open. And so you're going to pay one way or the other. You're going to pay one way or the other. How about if you have shoes like the children of Israel for 40 years and you had the same Nikes for 40 years, Eddie? They never change. Why? Because God made it last. And your house and the things that you own will last and last and last. You'll be a candidate for supernatural blessings for the wealth of the wicked that'll be laid up for you. Why? Because you're a, a, a doer. Everybody say doer so he says I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes and he shall destroy the fruits of your ground and neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field says the Lord of hosts look at verse 12 and all nations shall call you blessed watch this watch this Jesus Jesus did this Jesus went to hell and he became poor this is right out of the Bible he became poor that through his poverty, you might be rich. If you want the blessings of God, you're a doer. When you stand before God, here's what I always say we'll, we will close with this today. This little track right here is like a conveyor belt, it's what I see in heaven. And there's fire. Shoo, shoo, shoo fire in heaven yeah read your bible so here's what happens you you have to get on it you can say you can't do this auntie you're in heaven you are in heaven you're like glory to god but now it's your day of judgment this is really not the judgment because christians don't really get judged because we've already what we've accepted jesus this is what they call this is what they call um i call it the awards banquet Every say awards banquet but they say, but basically they say, they, they call it another, ju- I don't even like to call it a judgment, but this is what happens. You get on. You can't not get on. I don't want to get on. I know what I did. I know what I didn't do. I don't want to get on. A- You're going on. You're going on. I'm going on. Every say, I'm going on. So you get on. And here you go. Shh. everything you did or did not do for Jesus, you go through the fire. Watch this. And he, when you get on the other side, if your works on this earth were gold, silver, precious stone, you get on the other side, the Bible says you're gonna be bright as stars. Watch. But... Most will get through, and they'll do this. Wood, hay, and stubble, meaning they thought what they did was for God, and it all got burned up. They get to the other side, and they're naked. And the Bible calls it shame there's shame in heaven just think if you if you live your entire life and you knew god and god had called you to give or god had called you to serve or god had called and you didn't do it how many have ever been disobedient to god thank you for a few honest hands i should every hand should be up especially yours but here's the thing you walk through and you have somebody like, I'm just gonna throw out some name, Reinhard Bonnke or Billy Graham that gave their whole life to doing what God called them to do and they get to the other side and they're shining and then you come through and you didn't do? You think that God, this is not, listen, listen. when you get through this, God is the most fair, just God that will ever be. Amen. So we all go through the conveyor belt. And so part of that conveyor belt, if you were called to give to a church, to give to a ministry, to do that, and you withheld, that's in the, that's in the fire. I called you to be wealthy, and you didn't listen to me. I told you to give that, that day in church, and you didn't. I told you to do this, and you didn't. But, but, but I don't like them. I don't like what, what they stood for. Listen. How many have ever heard the voice of God in here, and you like in here? You like I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Come on. How many times you in here? You's like I don't want. The first time I was sharing this yesterday too. The first time the Lord told me to give a thousand dollars, I was so I was like no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that here and here. So where does God talk to you? In your head or in your heart? heart. So what are we going to do, church? We're going to be obedient. We're going to be doers of the word and all nations going to call Parkside blessed. Because when we give monies, when we sow, when we affect the world, they're going to say that's a blessed church. Father, we bless them. We bless these offerings and these tithes. And if you want to give and you're out there, you can give to Parkside Community Church, right? Parkside Community Church. And the address is 2250 UOLA U L L O A street in San Francisco. You can also go to our website the the lighthousesf.com. There's a there's a button, bottom left button. <laughs> I don't know where it's at, but there's a button you can point and you could give online amen. Father, we bless everybody in Jesus name and everybody said amen. As you give, we're going to also take up our um communion. our communion very quickly.